Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. Today we're going to talk about parental alienation, one of the saddest things that can happen to you and to your children. So if you're not familiar with the term, parental alienation is when one parent attempts to malign the name and reputation of the other parent for a variety of reasons. But normally it's to get in the good graces of the children and also to pollute the children's minds against the other parent. More often than not, and I'm not biased, but more often than not, it's the woman, your ex-wife or your baby mama, who's practicing parental alienation against you. Now, whatever reason it's being done, it doesn't matter. So let's say you cheated on your wife, you left, you know, the old 1950s kind of divorce. You left her and he. you moved on to the new woman and... Your ex is pissed because you're, she's probably 48 and your new woman is like 29. You know, the, the old trope, right? How does it benefit the kids to think less of their dad? Or conversely, let's say she initiated the divorce. She took all your assets. She took the kids. I understand why you're upset. You have every right to be upset because you went from seeing your kids every day to four nights a month in most cases. How does it benefit the kids to hear their only father shitting on their mother. So it goes both ways. And you see lots of times both parents practice parental alienation and they can't see the forest from the trees. So you have to see it from the child's perspective. And of course the children, depending on what age they are, are going to see it differently. All they know is that they have one mommy and one daddy. And growing up, especially when they're young, when they're like ages... I don't know, two to 11, right? They just, they look up to their parents. That's why in some ways like age five to 10 is that sweet spot for kids when you're a parent because they, they're they a lot easier than uh, when they're infants and toddlers, but also they can uh, do stuff on their own. You can teach them stuff. But either way, they're growing up learning to love their parents, as they should, right? You look at, at, at uh, the epistles in, in the New Testament. Paul is very clear. One of the, the mortal sins is to hate your parents. Think of fourth commandment, honor your father and mother. So when they see one parent saying bad things about the other parent, they don't know what to do with it. They have a lot of cognitive dissonance. They have a lot of uh, it's stress and anxiety. And then you see it played out depending on what age of the kid is they could be scared they could sleep too much sleep too little they can start eating too much or eating too little because they don't have access to alcohol yet they can start bullying kids at school it's it's a lot of different things that could be manifested so 
What both parents need to do is step back and see, no matter what type of parental alienation I do, it's only going to hurt the kids. Now let's focus on the typical one, which is the woman doing it to the man. And I don't understand this because we know statistically women initiate divorce disproportionately. So why are they mad? I mean, really, why are they mad? But in the woman's solipsistic mind, you did something to make her mad to justify her divorcing and taking all your assets. And, oh, woe is her. She gets all this free money and, oh, it gets the kids and the child's pouring alimony. Oh, woe is her. Yet she still has the audacity to be mad at you. Shouldn't it be the other way around? Shouldn't you be mad at her for taking the kids and all your money? But again, that's solipsism. The truth never matters. The only thing that matters is how she perceives the truth through the prism of solipsism in her mind. So she's mad either way. It doesn't really matter. You could go to her and go like, Betty, uh, I'm broke. You're rich now. Shouldn't I be mad at you? Shut up. I hate you. And then she whispers to the kids, your daddy's a dirtbag. Your daddy left us. Actually, uh, you left me. Shut up. And again, since the kids are going to be spending more time with her, she has more time to pollute their mind with lies. Now, you would think, okay, She's smart enough to understand that saying bad things about their only father is only going to hurt them. No. Again, you you see things through <laughs> reason and logic like most, most men do. If that was true, then you would tell her the stepfather affects that. You know, actually, uh, by you divorcing me, it increases our chances of our kids being sexually and physically abused up to 40 times and 50 times more likely to be murdered by Chad Tyrone or the cavalcade of boyfriends you have coming into their life. You know, you think you think she's going to be like, you know what, Bob? I'm going to stay. We're not going to divorce. No, of course not. She's already established president. She's not going to listen to facts. You think she's really going to listen to facts when you tell her uh, saying bad things about me to the kids is going to hurt them? No. No. So there's a lot of reasons why your baby mama poisons the kids against you. One, she could be angry. And she's not thinking through. She's not thinking it through. Two, she wants the kids on her side, right? She wants to guarantee the kids are on her side. And part of this is like the future because she has no guarantee that Chad and Tyrone are going to rescue her for the second marriage. So she knows the kids are going to be around. So she wants to optimize the chances that the kids are going to be around by saying positive things about her and negative things about you. So when the kids get older, they're more likely to side with her and maybe take care of her as she goes through her invisible years. Also, it's just spite and resentment. Right? She wants to get back at you. But then the question is, but why does she want to get back at you? You and she initiated divorce and took everything. If anything, the man should want to get back at her. So look, men, because this is mostly a man's channel, chances are, and not all cases, there are women who don't they they don't practice pre-alienation. Look at like Ben Ben Affleck, Jennifer Garner. You can tell they co-parent well. I mean, she even drove him to rehab. And I think deep down they both love each other, but she doesn't want to deal with his drinking and addiction, his, his, his womanizing. So, But there are couples that divorce who co-parent well, but a large majority of them don't. So men, you're in this situation where you know the woman is talking crap about you, either because the kids tell you or you can sense that the kids are changing. And again, this is very general because... Uh, you know, kids run a gamut of different ages. But if you have older kids, they'll tell you or you can tell their attitude is, is different. And look, lots of times their attitude is different. If you have a teenager, 
because their parents have divorced, right? It's shattered their lives. So despite what your ex-wife wants to think, divorce is not good for children. Again, all the other stats about dropping out of school, becoming sexually active early on, high rate of incarceration, all these things. So what do you do? What do you do? You know she's poisoning the kids against you. The wrong thing to do is poison back. You're not thinking long term. A, it's not good for the kids. B, you got to take the higher ground. You got to take the higher ground. And you got to think long term. Because if you treat them well and treat them with respect and be a good father, don't be their best friend. You treat them well. You discipline them when they need to be disciplined. You teach them values and religion and ethics and all these things. When they get older, sometimes they will realize, oh, mom's a bitch. Dad's a nice guy. And then they'll realize that she was poisoning them. Like like the, the Disney movie Tangled. If you ever watched Tangled, when, when, I don't know, what's her name? The Rapunzel finds out that the stepmom, the one who's always saying, I'm protecting you here in the tower. She realizes the whole time she's been manipulated by the, uh, by the stepmom. So she'll realize it one day. Now, sometimes they don't. Unfortunately, the, 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 the stepmom, I'm sorry, the mom can poison them so badly against you, you might not ever have a relationship. And this is heartbreaking because, again, the man wasn't perfect in the marriage, but he doesn't deserve to have a, a, an estrangement with his own biological kids. But sometimes when the kids get older, they don't want to have anything to do with the dad. And it's sad. And if the mom was a good mom, the mom would say, he's your only father. You need to have a relationship with him. And you see these sad occasions where the man, the father dies. And then the kids regret not having that closure. They regret it sometimes. And certainly the father dies regretting that he doesn't have a relationship with his daughter. And then he, he of course, he's furious at his ex-wife. So it can go both ways. But no good comes from you shitting on the ex, on the mom. First of all, it's not Christ-like. It, it is a sin, the sin of detraction, the sin of, of lying, and the sin of exaggerating or maligning somebody's name. And it makes you look just as bad as she does. So you're like, Gregor, what do I do? It's all lies. She's telling lies. I understand that. So there's a fine line between maligning and defending. So when the kids are old enough, the kid's like four. What do you really do? The kid doesn't understand anything. The kid doesn't understand the concept of time. Like, we're going to go do this in an hour. Okay. Do you think they know what an hour is? So you got to make it age appropriate. But if you know that they're spewing lies, you gotta you got to defend yourself but not malign. And there's a very fine line, but certainly defend yourself. So like, mommy said that you, you know, robbed banks and, you know, banged 100 women. Actually, this is completely not true. And if you have any evidence of it, show them the evidence. But your mother... Uh, unfortunately, is is not telling you the truth. But look, and then just redirect. The truth is this, this, this. But either way, and then always finish in a positive note. Either way, your mother and your father loved you. We love you. We will always love you. You were conceived in love. And sometimes uh, mommies and daddies just are better and happier when they're not with each other. But understand that we love you. And I, I understand. And you can just be honest. I understand it's hard to hear when your mother says bad things about me. I, I promise you that these are not true at all. I wasn't a perfect man, but I did not ask for the marriage to end. And look, you can show the paperwork who initiates the divorce on who. And you can say, I did not initiate this. I didn't want to end this. 
but look, trust me, when you're older, you'll understand. And then just say, you know, of course, this is all age appropriate. You can't say this to a five-year-old. Just, you know, understand when you get older, you'll you'll see things for what they are. But And then just always remind them, I love you. I will always love you. You got to tell these kids that repeatedly, especially kids from divorce. I love you. I will always love you. And I say, I'm sorry for what happened. I'm sorry that you're not raised by your mom and your daddy. I'm so sorry. Do you think they're hearing that from the mom? Do you think the mom is apologizing? I'm so sorry that your mom and dad don't live together. I'm so sorry. No. Women never apologize. They're never accountable for their actions. She's too busy saying passive-aggressive, backhanded insults about you. She's not going to say that. Your dad was a good man. Because, of course, the response would be, well, if dad was a good man, why aren't you together? Uh, 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 uh. Well, because I wanted to monkey branch to a richer man. <laughs> They're not going to say that. They spin the narrative to justify the departure. They have to, to avoid the cognitive dissonance in their head, but also to, to have the right optic. This is why you hear a lot of women always do this psychological abuse, right? Oh, your father was abusive. And the kids don't understand what that means. But even like a teenager, most of the time the kids are going to retort back, what do you mean? How was he abusive? Tell me. Uh, well, like he he didn't want me to overspend. You know, then it's always going to be vague stuff. I remember I was in divorce care. So divorce care is this nationwide program normally run out of mega churches. It's like a 15-week program. It's a good program. I would recommend it. It is Christian-based. It's not Catholic, but it's Christian-based. And you meet with like, you know, 50 people, 100 people. And uh, it's a two-hour program. They, they provide food. And like the first 30 minutes, it, every week is a different topic. So the first 30 minutes, you watch a video. Then the next 30 minutes, some one of the, the person speaks about their personal experience. And then the last 30 minutes or an hour is you get into groups. And you have the same groups every week like seven or eight people, and then you just talk about what's going on in your week or you talk about that week's topic. And I remember doing this right after I got divorced. And I remember, you know, and I was blue pill at the time, but I remember in retrospect, like these women would, would go around, you, you, you would talk and talk about your experiences. And I remember so many of these women, I was, I was psychologically abused. And then it was interesting because the moderator, because each group would have like a moderator, would ask, well, what did they do? And then the answers were always so vague. They were so vague because there was no psychological abuse. What is she going to say? Oh, well, he told me not to spend so much. Or he got mad when I was going out with the girls. Or how dare he tell me not to overspend. You know, So they spin it how they want to spin it because really they're unhappy because they're damaged. They were never happy. They were never capable of maintaining a good marriage for a large majority of the thoughts in America who have been destroyed by broken families themselves. But they can't be they can't be truthful and say, I want to get another man. They can't say it. So they have to spin the the the, the, the abuse narrative. But either way, guys, don't stoop to her level. Don't stoop to her level. And you women, don't stoop to his level if he's the one who's doing it. You're only hurting the kids in the long run. And so when the kids end up dysfunctional and in therapy, you have both of you to blame. You gotta see the forest from the trees and you gotta think about their mental health and do what's right for them. And they are precious little children who grow up, who are born loving both parents who created them. And they need to always feel that way about you. They need to think that you guys can do no wrong. They need to respect and love you. And so when one of them starts shitting on the other, it throws them off. Why do they deserve that? They don't. We know that kids are always collateral damage when it comes to divorce, and it's heartbreaking. 
And more often than not, it's the man who recognizes this and the man who's heartbroken because men are the true romantics. Men are the ones who wanted to keep the marriage as best as they could. Despite the narrative you see on television on Lifetime where all the men are murdering their wives and all this nonsense. Men want to keep the family. They do. So think very carefully before you utter even one bad word about your ex. Now, you can tell your friends about it. You can tell your family how much you hate her for what she did, but never say it to the kids. Let the kids see for themselves the truth, and they inevitably will see the truth. Defend yourself, but never malign her, and that's a very skillful art, but you can figure out how to do it. Trust me, this is the best thing for the kids, and if you really love your kids, you won't malign their mother. Guys, if you appreciate the content, post an honest review right now. It takes you five seconds. Write something. It helps even more if you write something. Also, subscribe to The Awaken Man. It helps with the algorithm to get this message out to others. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to donate some money, we would appreciate to defray the cost of hosting this podcast channel. Also, there's a link for Naturopathic Earth, the website. So click on that, and it takes you to the website, and you can watch all or listen to all the episodes and read all the articles we have. On the homepage, you'll notice that there's my two books on the right side. Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. Click on those thumbnails and it takes you to Amazon. Buy the books if you like, paperback or Kindle, or buy whatever you want on Amazon and within 24 hours. And if you do so, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. We're Amazon affiliates. Also, if you need help from the Red Pill perspective or whatever, if you want to talk, contact me on clarity.fm. Go to clarity.fm and find me. And lastly, please subscribe and post an honest review for The Awakened Man, for the female holistic health apothecary, and confessions of an obese child. All good content. I would really appreciate it. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music, courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.